great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And the good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. I have a lot on my mind this morning. As Democrats claim the congressional hearing, in New York City, was nothing more than political theater to divert away from the indictment of former President Donald Trump. Let's talk facts, not opinion, facts. The Judiciary Committee is to be commended for providing a public service. That is what they did. The committee ended up doing the very reason why I went into journalism, which is to be a voice for the voiceless. Let's talk facts. When you have victim after victim after victim declaring the person that is supposed to be on their side as a victim of crime, the district attorney, When this many people step forward to say they've been wronged, something is terribly wrong with that system. At that, at one point, Madeline Brain said, this is why I left the plantation of the Democratic Party. Think about that. It's also why I became a Republican. Bears repeating, this is why I left the plantation of the Democratic Party. Plus, this issue I am boiling mad about this morning because I've been talking about this for months, and I get pushback and blowback from Harlem and, 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 and Dominic, you're not being fair to your own people. And Dominic, you have to defend us. And I do. But I'm referring to the chaos and rioting in Chicago. Three shot, 15 arrested as teens mobilize downtown. And the incoming mayor says, Don't demonize the young people. A horrific video circulating on social media. Please go to my uh, Twitter account. You can see it, Dominic TV, Dominic TV. And it shows a helpless woman literally being cornered in a doorway before being dragged to the ground, and brutally bashed by a large group of these young people. And I, everyone in this crowd 
happen to be African-American. It shows, the video shows violent teen takeover of the city over the weekend. You can see about a thousand out-of-control teenagers rioting, setting cars on fires. Perhaps they didn't have anything else to do. Committing assault, robbing people, punching people, clashing with police, destroying property. The scene I'm talking about specifically, large group of African-American teenagers, they surround a white woman into a corner. They are moving slowly. She has no way to escape. They're moving slowly. If you've ever watched how an alligator sneaks up on its prey, trying not to warn the prey to get away as they're about to eat the prey, and in the video, they're swarming this woman, swarming this woman, and then suddenly they attack her viciously. It's all caught on video. It's a wonder this woman didn't have a heart attack. What did this woman ever do to you? How did she harm you? Did you know her? Did you attack her because she's white? Did you attack her because you've got nothing else to do? The fact of the matter is, she could have been a teacher helping the black community in ways that few others do. Again, this while the incoming mayor says, don't demonize the young people. This is what this clown actually said. I'm going to get to the congressional hearing, but I want you to listen to two things that I uh, paid attention to today. We're going to play for you an actual report that aired on a Fox affiliate in Chicago. And then I'm going to come back. And you're going to hear a woman, an African-American woman, saying that this is the destruction of the family unit and that black parents must get control of their kids. Obviously, I'm not talking about all. And then when I come back, I want you to listen to, I don't know his name, but he's called the Black Conservative Podcaster, responding to the incoming mayor, Brandon Johnson. But first, listen to this report that aired over the weekend in Chicago. And Friday night, another large group brawled at the 31st Street Beach, setting a car on fire. Tonight, both the mayor and mayor-elect are weighing in on the teen takeovers, calling them unacceptable. This was the scene at Michigan and Washington last evening, police making 15 arrests during a massive disturbance in the area of Millennium Park. A 16- and 17-year-old were shot as others jumped on cars smashing windows. This woman and her husband were attacked in their cars. They waited for a light to change. The guys are jumping in my car. My husband go to the hospital. What did they do? Because the guys are putting their face. 
And on Friday night, a 14-year-old boy was shot near the 31st Street Beach after fights broke out among a large crowd of teens. In a statement, incoming Mayor Brandon Johnson said, It is unacceptable and has no place in our city. However, it is not constructive to demonize youth who've otherwise been starved of opportunities in their own communities. Mayor Lori Lightfoot says her office has been having conversations with Chicago police about monitoring and responding to the gatherings, saying, We as a city cannot and will not allow any of our public spaces to become a platform for criminal conduct. CPD has assured me they will make the necessary adjustments to address these teen trend issues as we move into the summer months. Other elected officials are questioning the parents. Third Ward Alderman Pat Dahl tweeting, No other community abdicates parental responsibility for their children. None. Until parents collectively take back control of their homes, nothing will change. Sentiments echoed by a woman we met in the middle of the mayhem last night. I'm a part of what I see. I'm from Chicago, and I understand kids having a good time, but it's definitely bad parenting. We have to do better as parents. Our kids should not be out here. Where are they parents at? That's my question. Chicago police say most of the people arrested last night around Millennium Park have now been charged with reckless conduct. And that's the Chicago Fox affiliate. That's one of the stories that aired over the weekend. I'm boiling angry this morning. I'm embarrassed at what these African-American young people are doing. I'm embarrassed that political leadership acts like nothing is wrong. It's disgusting. I want you to listen to this. It's a little long, but it, it summarizes how I feel about what happened in Chicago. And by the way, since Chicago this weekend, it's happened again in Los Angeles. They broke into a liquor store and they used the vehicles to block the roads and stole everything out of the store. The clerk locked himself in the bathroom to save his life. This is uh, something that's on YouTube. And the gentleman refers to himself as the black conservative podcaster. I want you to listen to what he says. Please listen carefully to what he says about the rioting that occurred over the weekend in Chicago. Guys, I am sick and tired. I am sick and tired. Excuse my language, but this is how I feel right now. I'm sick and tired of people making excuses for criminals. I'm tired of it, man. I'm sick and tired of it. Because every time you look, these damn politicians, a.k.a. Democrats, are making excuses for criminals. People committing acts of violence. Destroying cities. They have no remorse whatsoever for the victims. For the people that got beat up. For the people that got their cars destroyed. They got their businesses vandalized. No remorse whatsoever for those people. But this guy, Brandon Johnson, the mayor-elect, this silly individual is going to come out here and make a statement talking about, but let's not demonize the youth because they're getting the opportunities robbed from them. They don't have enough to do. This is why they're rioting. And it's like, bro, why the f*** do you think they don't have any opportunities because of the they're doing? 
That's why they ain't got no opportunities. When you go and you quite literally loot a Walmart out of existence, that's why you don't have any opportunity. When you are stealing to the point where small businesses say, hey, we got to get up and leave. We can't turn a profit because you guys steal from us so much. Yeah, that's where the opportunity is going. That's why the opportunity is leaving. Crime. Crime is why they don't have any opportunity. Again, these people make me sick. They make me sick. I can't stand them. I can't stand these Democrats because all they care about is criminals. Law-abiding citizens like me and you are second-class citizens to criminals. Second-class citizens. We don't matter. Our lives don't matter. Our businesses don't matter. The only people that matter are the criminals. When are people going to say enough is enough? Enough is enough with putting these damn criminals on a pedestal. We've wasted years worshiping them. Ever since George Floyd, we've done nothing but worship criminals. And look at the result. Look at what happened in San Francisco. Look what's happening in Portland. Look what's happened in Chicago. Look what's happened in New York, Atlanta. All these cities are turning into sh- because we have politicians that worship criminals like they're gods. They can't do nothing wrong. In a sane society, in a sane world, these teenagers would be locked up. They would be locked up, tried like adults because they're committing adult activities. They're committing adult crimes. So treat them like that. But no, no, no. Let's not demonize them. They're the real victims. It's the white man's fault because he ain't got no opportunities. How many millions of dollars, guys? How many millions of dollars do you do you guys believe that's been poured into youth programs in Chicago? And he's right. The black conservative podcaster. When you look at and I've I've made this point a million and one times. And then I get blowback. I get calls from some in Harlem. Dominic, you're demonizing your own community. Could it be I'm telling you the truth? Could it be that I'm embarrassed and I'm trying to show you the way to make it in a productive way? But no, you don't want to be called out for anything that's bad, any destructive behavior. And now look at what's going on. And he told the truth. It's accurate. Pull the tapes up of what I've said. George Floyd, it's horrible what happened to him. But George Floyd is not someone to be looked up to. Let's cut the nonsense. Look up to the black doctors, the black lawyers, the 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 black teachers, the, the white teachers, the Latino teachers, the Asian teachers. You don't you don't you don't you don't glorify the worst aspect of the community. And look at what's going on now. Look at what's happening. Then you have, and we're about to start with your telephone calls. I'm going to start with Larry in uh, Brooklyn in just a second. And we're also going to be talking about the congressional hearing. But right now, I am outraged at what happened over the weekend in Chicago. Do you realize, folks, it could have been you, me, or anybody else in Chicago out at nighttime looking to have a good time downtown, and woof, you're attacked by a, a, a mob of black, out-of-control teenagers. They surrounded this white woman. And again, literally attacked her like she was an alligator about to attack a deer. As viciously. Look at the video on my Twitter. She's one of numerous victims over the weekend. Chicago. 
And the incoming mayor says about these animals that were out there, don't demonize them. Don't demonize them. So what do you do? You just continue to let them run around and do what they're doing and destroy cars. You you heard in the news segment, a Latino woman said her husband was rushed to the hospital because the kids attacked them in the car and punched her husband in the face numerous times in the car. We are going to open up the phone lines, 800 on this issue and the congressional hearings. And I say bravo to um, mom, uh, Madeline uh, Bray, Brain, in which she said that, you know, testifying, she got into it with a congressman, Democratic congressman, and she said, this is why I left the plantation of the Democratic Party. And I've seen that plantation for years. That's why I changed years ago and became a, a registered Republican. Don't take my vote for granted. Don't think I'm stupid. Don't think that I don't see what's right in front of me. Let's start with the telephone calls. 800-848-WABC. 800-848-9222. Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. What's on your mind? Okay. Uh, I hope I'm I'm not perceived as being uh, racist or prejudiced here. But you see, on a historical note, I really want to point out that all this, all this indulging of black rioting, youth and Black Lives Matter uh, riots, everything we saw, the precedent was set by David Dakins in Crown Heights in 1991 when he said, let the crowd vent, and they vented, and there was a pogrom. He would, the, his history repeats itself. They remembered that because that was the first time that the horses were let out of the gate. Okay, when 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 law enforcement sat by, Larry, I point Larry out- you're making a mistake. The, these kids know nothing about David Dinkins and nothing about Crown Heights. Uh, Crown Heights was a little different. I, I you know I, I was out there in Crown Heights, one of the few reporters initially that was, and I had never went through something like that where you looked up at the sky and it looked like you were in a war zone. And 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 the police should have been brought into Crown Heights. Make no mistake about it. Make no yeah. mistake about it. But these kids today know absolutely nothing about I'm, that. Now, now I, I, now, that. I, now, I will say to you that it's similar in terms of they're getting a full green light go from African-American elected officials of today. Please continue. That's what I'm talking about, the, the elected officials, not the kids. The kids weren't even born then. I'm saying the elected officials are taking their license to allow the riots from David Dinkins. But but the main point I wanted to make about that is is that what, what, what words did we hear from David Dinkins? He said he would say things like, New York City is a gorgeous mosaic. At the same time, he would let the crowd vent. Now, I'm trying to tell you, this is what Democrats... Hey, no, need. no, no, Larry, 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 you got to be factual. He said New York was a gorgeous mosaic uh, during the campaign before he became mayor. So that's not true. Can we please let the Crown Heights thing go and David Dinkins? Uh, okay. The man is the man okay. is deceased. All right, that was just a point. I mean, let me just get to my main point. My main point is this, Dominic, okay? The problem is... We have white people in this society, okay, that are terrified to talk about race like you just did uh, uh, from a free point of view. You why? mentioned this. Why? Larry, why? What, what, what is so hard? Wait, wait, wait. Larry, wait, wait, wait. Larry, wait. I want you to yeah. help me. I want you to help yeah. me. I need to articulate this. 
why is it so hard to tell the truth? That's what I don't understand. I'll tell you why. Because you see in this society that everybody, as soon as anything happens of a radio, like you saw with the two Tennessee legislators, the issue was not even 24 hours old for everybody jumped on it as a racial incident, and then it was proved it really wasn't a racial incident. You see, all, all the commentators on WABC, including your predecessor, is a, are terrified to talk about race. Rita is a, terrified to talk about race, uh, issues of race. All she says is orange man bad. She doesn't say black man bad ever, ever, or even come near it, or even respond to these allegations. And, th- and I, I'm not just inculpating her. Rudy Giuliani is also doesn't talk about race because this is like a, a, a tender. Everybody is afraid of, of, of the of the rage of black people because you can talk about race. But the more you ignore the elephant and the, the crocodile, the, the, like you have made the alligator analogy, the more the alligator sneaks up slowly on you. And then before you know it, you're consumed. OK, now this black rate, this black commentator, this conservative commentator. What was the last comment he made? He said, how much money is being spent on youth programs? This man tells it like it is. Because you know what I'm saying? I'm saying if they're going to riot, defund all the black youth programs, which means John Castamatidis, no more money for the PAL. Stop being a knee-jerk liberal. Come on, Larry, 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 Larry. I like you. That's ridiculous. First of all, the PAL doesn't only benefit black kids. That's ridiculous. Come on, Larry. Larry, you had me until you made that comment. Thank thank you though, Larry. I in general, I agree with you said with what you said, except for the PAL, because the PAL was personal for me. Without the PAL, I would not be before these microphones right now. But without the PAL, I would not have had food to eat as a youngster growing up in this city. Without the PAL, I would probably be on the street, one of those criminals doing what what these kids and now grown adults do. Before I take a break, I want to get a counter argument from Audrey. Last night, I had to uh, wrap up short, Audrey, because the show was over, and you just heard what Larry had to say. What is your reaction? First of all, Larry, you, you, you're an idiot. Number one, you hide behind the radio and you speak. You're the only terrified white person I've ever heard because all what you said don't make any sense, and you should read a book or something. But anyway, like I said, you're a coward. Now, what was I talking about last okay, week? Okay, wait, 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 Audrey, you, you, you just said that Larry's a coward. Oh, he's a coward because okay, he hides behind wait, the radio. Wait, 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 Audrey, Audrey. Why did explain this to me? I'll try. Why? So then, if he's the only one, why? Wait, wait, Audrey. Why do white people move away when black people move into the community? If if he's the only one, if he's the only one, explain that to me. That's not what he said. He said they're terrorized to speak up. He didn't say nothing. Audrey, they are. They are because if if you tell Audrey. if you, tell, if you tell the truth about black youngsters, then you're called a racist no and everything call him a name. else. What he said didn't make sense. Bringing up um, um, Dinkins, which didn't make sense. It had nothing okay, to do I, with I, I, Well, he was, but okay, but, but Audrey, 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 wait, wait, Audrey, Audrey, what is your take on what happened in Chicago okay. this weekend? It was totally 
totally out of, uh, outrageous. And number one, each one of those youths should be punished. And I, I, I have to say, when you um, say the um, the new uh, mayor, he has not taken his seat yet. What I hope he does is put more um, um, emphasis on, on the police control in the area and charging these young people with whatever crime they do. It, I mean, it's, it's out, of, out of control, yes. They're, they're young folks, and, you know, I, I, I don't know what happened exactly, but I know they didn't jump up and start rioting. Something happened, but it, 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 that's not the way you take care of business. I think that was awful, and I think that anyone that, that was a part of that should be in jail, and I think they should bring back the boot camps. They used to work. Something that something other than jail, you know, put them away, but teach them something, how to discipline themselves, because, you know, it's out of control. I just, you know, oh, and I'm glad that, you know, anyone, you know, I do. They should have all been, not in, I won't say shot, but they should have been arrested, and it shouldn't have happened for two days. I mean, they were being too nice. I think the police were too nice, and I think Chicago needs to get up and tamble their business. I don't, it's not Democrat, Republican. It's the fact that if you continue to let youth, any youth, I'm not doing a color thing because we have mass shootings and we have this and that, but it's not color. The youth are out of control everywhere, as far as I'm concerned. They're doing what they want to do, and, 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 and it's not right. You know, it's like, come on. How can you just take over someplace and you can't even vote? You know, and it's not going to happen in the homes. I, you know, it's it's outside the home, like the PAL, places like that, fun places like that. But I say bring about a boot camp because, you know, that was outrageous. Audrey, I, I appreciate your call. I, I would love to uh, to follow up on it. But uh, what what I what I need to um, do at this point is take a break. Dominic Carter with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We're talking about the rioting that occurred uh, by African-American, about a thousand young people in Chicago over the weekend. And we didn't even get yet to the uh, congressional hearing because I am saying to you that this Republican-led committee, they should be commended for coming to town. If you can gather that many victims to say they've been wronged by a district attorney, Something is terribly, terribly wrong. Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. We haven't even touched the congressional hearing yet. We will. We will uh, in just a minute. But right now we are talking about the disgusting display over the weekend in Chicago about a thousand uh, African-American teens acting out of control, uh, attacking people, smashing car windows, damaging cars, uh, the video, and please go to my Twitter, Dominic TV, at Dominic TV. You can see the video for yourself, and I, I compare it, and I really mean, because this is what it looked like to me. I'd like to, I'm, I'm terribly, folks, afraid of alligators, right? I, and I'm sure, I'm sure we all are, right? But, I mean, I'm really afraid of alligators. And so I watched them. Every every now and then on on the uh, TV shows, and you see them as they 
very quietly sneak up on their prey with their eyes right above the water, and then all of a sudden, boom, and they start moving violently and and turning over and over, which tears the limbs apart of their uh, of their prey. That's exactly what this crew in Chicago did to a white innocent woman. She was she was forced into a corner where she could not do anything. And then almost like on cue, please look at the video. Don't believe me. At Dominic TV, on cue, they all start swinging. It's about it's about a hundred of them surrounding this woman. And she's literally in the corner. And it looks like she's trying to calm them down, but they were determined they were going to attack. And they just started pouncing on her, punching her, choking her. And then they started dragging her through the street. And some of them thought it was funny. And some of them are even reposting the video as if this is a badge of honor. So I see here on my board, or at least on my board, David in the Bronx says, Dom, why are you embarrassed by black teens? One, that's not what I said, but let's let's hear what David has to say. Good morning, David. What's on your mind? All right. Good morning, Dominic. Um, listen, I, I respect you, but I have to ask you, because maybe I heard it wrong, but I could swear I've heard you say this before, where I get the impression that you are embarrassed by these black youth and these black criminals. And I want to know why that is, because I think we're supposed to be judged as individuals. I'm not responsible for the actions of these youth, and you're certainly not. So what are you embarrassed about? I don't understand that. Okay. Uh, good question. I, I'm not embarrassed by African-American young people. I'm very proud of productive uh, African-American young people. So, for example... A young man that I was a mentor for, David, um, I've watched him, and, and, and now he's about to graduate from the Howard University uh, School of Journalism, and uh, he's going to go on to be a great journalist. I can tell you story after story after story of young people that make me proud. What I'm referring to in this case happens to be this mob in Chicago. I'm embarrassed by them, and frankly, I think every black person should be embarrassed by them. Because why, David? Because they're making all of us look bad. You don't think, David, that white people are saying, see, that's why I don't have anything to do with them? They may not admit it to you, to your face, but I'm saying it, David. I I don't know why you're not saying it. Listen, I've talked about this issue before, but my problem is, you have people like Larry in Brooklyn, who is a racist, by the way. I know you don't want to call him that. Audrey called him out for what he is. He is a vile and disgusting racist. People like okay, that. Okay, David, David, like David, do me a favor. Yeah. Notice how you're diverting away from the real issue. You want to focus on no, Larry. Wait, 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 wait. Do me a favor. Focus okay. on those out-of-control black teenagers. Focus on okay. that for a minute. listen. Listen, why is it that people like Larry, though, have a hard see, on? See, there, there we go. Like there we go again. Put right, Larry, listen, put Larry to the side. To see, listen, David, it. David, you want to talk about everything except for the out-of-control black youngsters. No, no, that's not true, Dominic. Okay, so, 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 David, I don't have all day. I, I didn't even get to the congressional hearing yet. I need you to, I want you to tell me your opinion on those young people. I don't want to hear about Larry or anything else. Yeah. All right. Listen, I have never advocated for black criminals or out of control youth 
I don't believe that those people should be roaming the streets. The police should make sure that when youth gather like that, that they're that they David, have like a David, curfew or David, something. David, that David, 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 how are the police going to do that when black politicians have handcuffed the police? How are they going to do it? Wait, wait, David, you didn't see the police in Chicago running out of the way of the young people? Because they've been told, you know it, David, the police have been told, stand down. Whatever you do, don't engage those black teenagers. You know that, David. You know what? I don't doubt that that has been a factor in things like this, but I don't believe that those black teenagers are intelligent enough to have a perception, oh, we're going to go out there because of this environment. These people don't care about any of that. Listen, you know, people always act like criminals are these geniuses. I was in a homeless shelter for three years. Those people don't think about the political situation when they do what they do. These people have no self-control. So, David, so, David, my friend. They don't know. So you're telling me that they don't know what they're doing. That's what you're telling me. Well, you think that they care about the incoming mayor? No, that no. They, see, see, that that's different. That, see, that's different. Now you're talking about emotion that they care. I'm telling you, they know damn well what they were doing this weekend. They know, and they uh, know, you know, and what? they know that the incoming mayor and the current mayor of Chicago has their back. They know it. Well, the current mayor of Chicago is on her way out because she didn't handle the crime issue. And if this new one does the same stupid stuff, he's going to end up on the unemployment line right next to her, which is what should happen. But you are giving you are giving aid and comfort to racist people because you said that white people move out of neighborhoods when black people move in like that's justified. If a black Larry, Larry, income, Larry, 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 so you, you mentioned you mentioned Larry. David, David, let me let me ask you a question, my friend. Let me let me ask you a question, because this I, I want to almost put my head through this window right now, David, because so like so like I live in Pomona. Right. And every house on my block is a million dollar house. Right. Or more. Do you think I'm going to tolerate some bad element, white, black, green, whatever coming into my community? You think I'm going to tolerate that? If a person and, and, and is that racist your... and is that racist if I don't tolerate it? Well, wait a minute. If, if a white person living next to you decided to pack up and leave when you moved in, that would be racist, wouldn't it, Dominic? No, I wouldn't really You're care, David. David, David, David. See, here's the difference in you and I. When I moved yeah. into the community, if the white person next to me moved away, bye bye, see ya. It's your loss. All right. Yeah, but you know what happens, Dominic? And this happened to me. So, I'm, okay, so wait, so I'm not, one more believe. point, because I do got to wrap up. I'm, so I'm not supposed to yeah. tell the truth, because as you said, I'm telling white racists what they want to hear. I didn't say you can't tell the truth, Dominic, but I want you to keep in mind that some of the people that are listening to you, they love hearing you say this stuff because they want a black face to say what they've been thinking their entire miserable lives. Well, could, could it That's be, but, could, but David, my friend, could it be that maybe they're right? Wait, wait a minute. When All I right. say, when okay. I say, could it be that they're right? When, when, so like, for example, you've never done this. But we don't want to talk about black-on-black crime. We don't want to deal with it. We want to push it under the rug. Nobody else is pushing it under the rug because everybody else says, get me away from them. 
You, you say well, it with a, with a smile and, and a nice way, but it still get me away from them. Yeah, and that's the problem. No, Dominic, it's not. Like I was t- that, that, Listen, if ahead, I'm an upstanding citizen, which I've been my entire life, you don't think I shouldn't be bothered when someone refuses to get into an elevator with me or someone locks their car door and you, I walk you know, by? You know, you know, you know, you, me, Dominic, you, you, know you, you, you. You, you know what, David, and then I got to wrap this up. Uh, once or twice I've been in a situation uh, where, you know, I might be in an elevator and I could tell that maybe a white woman wasn't comfortable. And my attitude, to be honest with you, and the look on my face is, Miss, you don't have a damn thing that I want. Nothing. So you don't have anything to worry about. So I look at it just the opposite in the way that you do. David, I appreciate the call. I, I've got to uh, move on. But it, but again, at the uh, at the uh, at the hearing today, the mother of a veteran that served in Afghanistan said that that's why she left the plantation of the Democratic Party. And it is a plantation. Look at what's going on in Chicago. Look at what happened over the weekend in Los Angeles. The same exact thing. Large group of black youngsters acting a complete fool. Let's go to uh, Robert in Philadelphia. Good morning, Robert. What's on your mind? Hi, Dom. It's good to talk to you again. Um, I don't like to, to talk about other callers, but... Are people not seeing what's going on out there? Is white America judging all blacks by this one incident in Chicago? No. Okay? It's going on all over the place. 51% of all murders are committed by black Americans. And if that doesn't bother David, then try this. 51% of all murder victims are black. Maybe that will bother him to look at the truth. Okay? It's not me creating this. It's me reacting to it. My my kids are biracial, Dominic. I live with – I share an apartment with my black ex-in-laws, okay? I don't have a racist bone in my body, but I wouldn't set foot down in North Philly to save my life. I mean, I mean don't deny the reality, David. Um, if it bothers you, you know why them people don't want to get on that elevator? Because they're thinking of them teams rumbling in Chicago, that's Thank why you. it affects you. Are, you. you are, That's why you are it correct. Bother you. you know, and I don't want this to happen. I don't know what happened. I've seen things get better, 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 better when I was with my wife. And then all of a sudden, Mr. President Obama came into office and everything changed. And these kids that are out there rioting, they saw the George Floyd riots and nothing was done about it. They saw the police were told to stand down. What do you expect them to do when the government, I mean, when the schools are telling them white people are evil, when MSNBC is telling them white people are evil? What do you think is going to happen? And then to turn away and only get mad because you think a white racist might say something is incredible to me. You know, and I don't like to go off on any any individual because I, you know, you got your opinion. That's all good, but open your eyes, man. And if you're not going to look at reality, maybe you shouldn't talk all into this station because we're about reality. Okay, it's not. A, you say it's not about red and blue. It's about red. It's about blue. It's about blue cities turning these kids into 
foot soldiers for their stupid Marxist agenda, and that's the real crime. A whole generation of kids being laid at the altar by these evil Democrats, and if that doesn't make David mad, then he's the problem. And I'm going to stop, and I'm going to take it easy, and you have a good night, and thanks well, for letting me Robert, talk. Robert, thank you, and uh, with much of what you just said, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I thank you for the call. In a second, I'm going to uh, take a break for the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. But first, let's go to uh, Steve in Elmont. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. First, I want to apologize the other day for the comment that I guess upset upset you. Um, I have no idea what comment it was, Steve. Okay, well, if you forgot, then let's just move on. Okay, okay. Um, Great. And I was, uh, I wanted to say the reason why I left the Republic, the, the Democratic Party is also because it's a plantation. And most of the politicians that are elected, the black ones, they are the slave catchers. Because if you're a productive um, black man who's proud to be a man or are not on welfare and haven't been in jail and don't need their support, their, their assistance, they are looked at as a bad guy. They don't need you because they can only run on misery. They only have your misery to run on. And if you take that away from them, what else do they have? Well, I'm it, not saying that the Republican Party is the answer, but the Democrat Party got to lose a lot of black members, a lot. And and you know what, Steve? Thank thank you for the call. I I agree with you. I'm I'm not stating that the Republican Party is the answer for everything, but right now, right now in in 2023, thank you for the call, Steve. Uh, the Republican Party is certainly better than the Democratic Party. We have got to have mayors across the country. I don't care if the mayor is black, white, green, uh, yellow, orange, whatever. You come in my city acting up. My police are going to act up, and we'll see who wins this battle. Because I'm going to give them the full green light that if I turn on this news five minutes from now and these black youngsters are still acting like they don't have any sense, police commissioner, you'll be looking for a job by tomorrow. Dominic Carter with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. We will be right back, and we'll have much more of your telephone calls. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Not just the weekend violence in Chicago, a wild mob of nearly 100 people ransacked a Compton, Los Angeles gas station store over the weekend and wiped the shop clean as the clerk hid in a locked bathroom afraid for his life. Dozens of men and boys re, re, uh, reportedly stole, and you can see the items are gone, thousands of dollars worth of loot from a uh, mini mart uh, station. Uh, and this happened Sunday after a group of cars doing donuts, if you will, blocked a four-way intersection in an illegal street, street takeover at around 2.30 a.m., and you can see in the footage of uh, the shoplifting. And it's the same old story, what you've seen around the country. And it's continuing. And, you know, I, I, I really feel that David, one of our callers, brings a, a great perspective, the opposite perspective. That's important to hear. And I listened to Audrey this morning as well. 
But but on this issue, on this issue, the violence in Chicago, all black teens attacking people, attacking that white woman. It, at what point does it connect of what's going on? Don't don't tell me, oh, Larry's a racist and oh, 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 other programs. No, focus on the crime and what the kids are doing. And notice, no one has said anything about the parents, right? What what are these kids doing out at that time of night? But I guess that, that argument, you know, the train left the station a long time ago when, when it came to uh, the parenting issue. We see all your calls. And I'm going to get to some in just a second. But at the hearing today, or yesterday now, Madeline Brain, the mother of a soldier who fought in Afghanistan, she was one of the speakers, and her son was murdered. I want you to listen to what she had to say, and then we will continue with your telephone calls. Good morning. My name is Madeline Brain. I am the chairwoman of Victims' Rights Reform Council. I'm also the mother of a homicide victim. My son, Sergeant Hassan Korea, Afghanistan War retired veteran, was killed in Harlem in 2018. Hassan was kicked, punched, stomped, and stabbed nine times by four individuals he did not know, nor had he done them any harm. All four of these individuals were apprehended and all four charged with first-degree gang assault and second-degree murder. This case just resolved this year. So this case drug on through the Manhattan criminal court system for four and a half years. When Alvin Bragg came into office, he was, held, he was handed a strong, trial-ready murder case and gang assault case against all four of these individuals where this brutal, savage homicide was captured on video. He was handed a strong trial-ready case, ready to go to trial. As soon as he took office, the case immediately began to unravel. He dismissed, completely dismissed, gang assault, and murder indictments against two of the defendants clearly on video participating in the brutal, savage slaughter of my son. Mary Saunders, the sister involved in the homicide. He dismissed her indictment and recharged her with assault with a shoe and sentenced her to one year time served. Travis Stewart dismissed his gang assault and murder indictment and sentenced him to attempted gang assault. And he pled guilty and sentenced him to seven years. Travis will be out in the next 18 months. Mary Saunders, this savage, is currently walking the streets of Harlem like she didn't just participate in the, in the brutal slaughter of another human being. Home with her family. Home with her children. If that's not a threat, uh, if that's not a threat to public safety, I don't know what is. And so, imagine as a mom and your son fought for our country in Afghanistan, and um, this happens, and and you as the mom feels that the district attorney 
turned his back on you all for his political agenda. That's how the mom feels. Back to your telephone calls. Dominic Carter here with you until the top of the hour. Susan in Manhattan. Good morning, Susan. What's on your mind? God bless you. First time caller, long time listener. I was in a hearing room today with Madeline, who's a very dear friend of mine, and I was appalled at the Democrats when they didn't even address any issues of crime, never gave any compassion, love, or thought, but all they could say was, this is a mega-Trump Republican political stunt. Dominic, it was really awful. It was just the victim spoke so articulately and so, so, so lovely. The Republicans, Jim Jordan, uh, Matt, all of them, they, they spoke about the courageous of a we the people in New York, the victims, the whole bit. I don't know where it's going to stop. I mean, Dominic, I filmed two uh, Democrats laughing at the victims when they were telling their stories. And I, I'm, I don't even know where we're going to go with this. I mean, the hearing today, we needed it, at least to draw attention. But long-term goal, where is it going to bring us? How is it going to stop our crime? And I just want to say I love you for talking about Madeline because, Dominic, four and a half years we were in court. It was horrendous. And, 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 and thank you for taking my call. Well, thank you, Susan, and I, I, I don't want you to get emotional, but um, the, the reason why I focused on her is because she could have been my mother. She could be fighting right. for justice for me right now, That's you right. know, and it, it, it could be, it could be uh, anyone in this situation. So uh, we spoke to David, Susan, a, a few minutes ago, and so he just tweeted, right, where right. were these House Republicans before Donald Trump was indicted? They didn't seem very interested in talking to these victims of prosecutorial discretion. That's almost like a dig because it's discretion yeah. until now for, for some strange reason. What What do you make of that, Susan? Uh, well, I'd like to say that, you know, I've spoken with Matt Gates. I've met, met, met him, and they were always very concerned about what was going in, uh, on in New York. Uh, they also stood up uh, very strongly for President Trump as they feel he is innocent, that it is a witch hunt. So, uh, you know, God bless David, but that's that's incorrect. Uh, they've been making their voices heard for a very long time about all of this, the Democrat-run cities, the Marxist agenda, the crimes, and in support of President Trump, Dominic. So uh, forgive me, but David's a little bit off on that. Well, and and thank you for the call, Susan. I I appreciate um, I appreciate the, the candor and the the emotional spirit that you're bringing to this. Thank you, and thank you for standing by this mom for all these years. Thank you, Susan. And so the reason why I just read that tweet is because with some Democrats, I'm not accusing David of this, but but it's possible. No matter what, all they hear is. This is being done to get away from the Trump indictment. But what if it was what if it was my son that was killed and the DA took a took a plea deal? Something's wrong when this amount of victims come forward to say 
that they were wronged by the individual that's supposed to protect them. We will continue with your calls, but first I'm joined by Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you and what's coming up Hello, this morning. Hello, Dominic. Well, a lot of the Republican presidential candidates, including President Trump, have uh, floated this idea of uh, bombing some of the Mexican drug cartels. Well, I'm going to be joined by a doctor who says that would not be such a good idea. Dr. Jeffrey Singer says we need to get a hold of this fentanyl problem in this country, but that bombing Mexico is not necessarily the best solution to get a hold of it. So we'll find out why that's the case. And we're going to go through the mail. I've got some very colorful email that people have sent me, and I have some fun stories to tell that I think people are going to kick up. And it's tax day, so we're going to take a look at the American tax system and see if there's a way we can do it better. Oh, are you well, all done? You're not done yet? Not done yet. <laughs> what are you waiting for? Yeah, you're correct. You got you're, 23 you're, you're, hours. You're, you're correct. You're correct, Frank. Frank's coming up in just a, a matter of uh, uh, minutes. Let's go together, Frank Morano and myself, Sean in Brooklyn. Good morning, Sean. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Love you, Dominic. And uh, <clears throat> Frank, okay, first of all, Thank that you. poor lady today, <clears throat> poor lady, it's a great point. What the, It happened in Long Island a day ago car accident, and the animal beats a guy to death. Now, the family of this piece of garbage that got arrested should have to pay for the funeral expenses of that man he killed. That's one. Two, these kids, okay, when they get caught, whoever the guardian is, because a lot of them don't have parents, either there's a mother, there's no fathers with most of these kids, not all of them, both of them. These kids who are running around looting our country, the guardian, when if the kid is caught, has to pay. If he broke that window of that store, guess what? Hey, guardian I, I, I got you, Sean. I hate to cut you off, but it's just that I'm out of time. Frank, any final thoughts before your show starts? Uh, no, my heart goes out to all the victims of a crime. And just yes. because something's a political stunt doesn't mean it can't have some value. Thank you. Frank Marano is coming up. But first, folks, news headlines with Alex Barnard. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.